of this show where we talk about any and everything that may be applicable to you. Or maybe it's not. <laughs> maybe you just trip over your words like Noah does. <laughs> and I'm gay, but no. That's what Noah does when he yawns. He'll go, Well, we literally just figured out who was doing the intro, and... I was like, oh yeah, it's my turn. And so I said rolling, and then I'm waiting for Aspen to do the intro. She gives me the, I give her a nod to start, and she goes, it's your turn to do the intro. He just goes, hey, stupid. And I'm like, hey, stupid. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Anyhow, how how are you doing? Oh, we just said it at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You can go first. How are you? I'm good. This is a week after our Portland trip. We decided to delay last week's episode because we wanted to start recording on days where we don't feel rushed at all. Yeah. And so today is Sunday and not Tuesday. Yeah. And most of the time we've been... In the past, we've been recording on a weekday. Where we both have to work. Where we both get off of work and we'll just kind of like sneak it in. And I don't know. Personally... I just, I'm so brain dead by the time I'm done with work and I'm back into school. So I'm kind of like, yeah, don't really have time for it. And even if I do have time for it, it's like, I think I'd rather just relax. I was just taking a drink out of his handy dandy water bottle. Yeah. But, but, um, so I think that this new schedule is going to work out better. So fingers crossed we can keep it consistent. Yeah, I think we will be able to. Yeah. Even if we record it on Saturday nights, because I got home at like 5.30 yesterday. Which is late for Aspen. I normally, on a regular day, I'll get home at like 2.30 or 3. But on Saturdays, I normally get home at like 12.30. Yeah. And it was a long, long day yesterday, so. But we're here today. We've been drinking apple cider and playing video games and... Sleeping. Just hanging out. We have the house to ourselves, which is something that is ever so rare. Yeah, it's my grandma's birthday today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, grandma. <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> listen to this. Sure she will. Happy birthday, grandma. <laughs> I still need to give her a call. Yeah. Yeah. We can do that after this. Yeah, or during this. We can. Yeah. <laughs> our first Can't guest. Can't be him. <laughs> our first guest. Our first guest. Uh, first guest. Our first guest, which is grandma guest. <laughs> grandma guest. Patty Barlow. Oh, yeah. Name dropping my grandma. <laughs> Cut that out, Hoff. No, it's okay. Just bleep it. I don't think it'll matter. <laughs> yeah, she turns a good age today. I'm not going to expose her age. But she is a Libra. A Deerbra. Deerbra. She's a Libra. She loves to watch QVC. Nice. And she loves... Um, is she like Wheel of Fortune? She does love that. She also loves the show Days of Our Lives. She's been watching it <laughs> since my mom was a kid. <laughs> That's like a soap opera show, isn't it? Yeah, it's gone on for like, it's like years and years and years. It's like full of cheese. Like you can... Oh, the sets my grandma like, loves that show. Oh, really? Oh my gosh. She, whenever we t- go over to like hang out with her, she'll like tell me about it. And I'm just like, great. That's awesome. My grandma got me into Man vs. Wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember one time uh, when Dakota and I were little, my parents were going out of town, 
and we started, all right, we were staying over at my grandparents' house and my grandma just put on Days of Our Lives and she was like, this is the best show ever. You're not allowed to watch it though. Yeah. And I was watching it even though she told me not to and it was literally just like, I Covered can't believe you did this. Oh my gosh. No. Just like super bad acting and covered in cheese oh my gosh it was five cheeses just smothered on there but yeah yeah it was very bad are you just like what is this shit with glitter on it <laughs> pretty much but i didn't really know what a good show was back then so i was kind of like wow i love veggie tales <laughs> veggie tales is my jam more of a spongebob guy yeah yeah i wasn't allowed to watch that show i was yeah. That and Batman the Animated Series. Oh, that's fun. I wasn't allowed to watch anything on Disney or Nickelodeon. I feel like a lot of people I know weren't allowed to. Yeah. My grandma did have Cartoon Network, though, and I yes. used to, like, love that place. Did you watch The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy? I absolutely did. Also, Tom and Jerry. Yep. The OGs. They were a grand pair. I showed you Foster's Home for Imaginary Kids. Yeah. Imaginary Friends. <laughs> it's just a doesn't roll off the tongue as well it's just a parent going through a psychotic episode <laughs> this is my imaginary kid <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah lots of good shows on there yeah I'm trying to remember like what else i watched i knew that like teletubbies was like that scared me too much really that was my favorite show when i was probably like two to five just it's oh my too gosh. scary the red one, what was named Poe? What a guy. Loved him. <laughs> Do you want to pull up a picture of the Teletubbies right now? Okay. I think that in real life, like the way that they film them, they're like seven or eight feet tall. <laughs> they're like big fellows. <laughs> Which is kind of scary to think about now, but I really did like them. <laughs> what? <laughs> These guys just scared the living shit out of me when I was like younger. Yeah. They don't look right. What are they supposed to be? They're just Teletubbies. <laughs> These are nightmares is what they are. <laughs> look at them. They're just dancing. They have TVs on their bellies and look at them go. Too scary. There's no signs of life in them. That was a good show. I'm trying to think about what else I watched. Oh my gosh. Did you ever watch Big Bear in the Big Blue House? No. Oh my gosh. That is... Such a good show. I loved that show when I was little. And oh my gosh, did you ever, okay, so I was a PBS kid. Like, that was Arthur Sagwa. If anyone knows what I'm talking about, please like let me know that you're there. I think the only PBS show I watched was The Magic School Bus. I loved that show too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Getting so much nostalgia thinking about these things. But yeah, great shows. Yeah. It's weird to think about now, like, the types of shows that kids watch, though. Just Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig. That's probably, like, that. And there's this one show called Bluey that's, like, really wholesome and cute. Mm -hmm. I think those two shows... Or there's, like, Tumbleleaf. Have you ever seen that? No. It's, like, a claymation series. It's on Amazon Prime. Weird. It's so cute. It's, like, this little fox, and he's just, like, so cute. <laughs> what do we watch now, then? We watch Man vs. Wild and Community. Yeah. Those are our two big shows we've been watching yeah. together. Sometimes we'll go back to the office and just reminisce. Yeah. It's a good show. Also, Classic. have you ever seen Parks and Rec? 
Yeah, you tried getting me to watch it, and I didn't like it. Yeah, first season kind of sucks, but, like, I would say, like, the third or fourth season is, like, prime. It's really good. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that, but I was like, that means I have to sit through, like, two to three seasons of, like, exposition and shit to get what's going on. Yeah. Honestly, the only reason I stuck around for it was, like, Chris Pratt. His character, Andy, is, like, so funny. Yeah. Yeah, he, like, breaks both his legs. Spoilers. <laughs> well, not really make spoilers. Yeah. Because the show's ended. <laughs> That's true. But, <sighs> yeah. Should we talk about our trip and what's new with us? Sure, yeah. We went to Portland this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a week Wait, ago we got back. From Thursday to Sunday. So yes. a little extended weekend. It was such a good time. I agree. If you're looking to stay in Portland... I recommend the Airbnb uh, Little Blue PDX. Yeah. So cute. Very, very, like, cozy and warm and just a prime spot to stay. Good spot for couples or Mm -hmm. even if you're solo. It's the bare necessities, but in a good way. Mm -hmm. Like, all the space is fully maximized and... Private entry. Yeah, everything. Private access is very nice. Not an ad. (laughs) So... The last, like, our first trip that we ever went on together by ourselves, we were quite a bit poorer. We did not really have as much... um, Travel experience. Yeah. Well, I had quite a bit of travel experience, but just... But not, like, on our own. Not, like, solo travel experience. And I think that um, our standard of, like, or our, like, plan... Wasn't really that great. I mean, we spent way more than we should have. We spent, like, two grand each. That was... That was a time. It was it was definitely fun. Two and, grand in the span of like a week and a half. Mm, oh, yeah, about there. <laughs> <laughs> Al, my finances. I wonder how much a day that was on average. Like assuming we spent the same amount every day. Yeah, well, let's say 10 days. That's like $200 a day. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> it doesn't help that we got coffee at least like two to three times a day. And it wasn't like... It wasn't like gas station coffee. It was like $7 coffee. Yeah. And we like definitely financed enough meals for us for like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like oh, yeah. full-blown meal. I don't know why or I don't know how I ate that much. That's something we did different on this trip was we were, we were definitely there for the food, but we were driven or obligated to get take out every single meal yeah and we weren't like killing ourselves to like <laughs> stuff it in <laughs> i mean we had a good time but we definitely were like one time we were gonna get this one place for dinner and we were like eh, we were both full. really full yeah so we ended we just up had just like earlier yeah we ended up just like drinking tea and stuff yeah i think we had ice cream that night no we didn't no are you sure or yeah we did get ice cream Dough donuts, ice cream. Yeah. That was, but that, even then, it was so much ice cream that we were both like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was a pretty feasible trip, I would say. We did a pretty good job on finances, I would say. But our first trip together, our Airbnb game, or I guess my Airbnb game, because I was kind of, whenever we've traveled together, I've kind of been in charge of like our accommodations. That's just kind of like what I like to do. And so you're kind of like, yeah, do it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I was I was trying to find like accommodating, and so, but since I didn't plan ahead, there were like the last pickings left, 
And, and we were both cheap as hell too yeah. because we didn't have that much money. We paid like 40 or 50 bucks a night, mm-hmm. which, you know, this place wasn't, I mean, I don't really care to talk about finances. Like it doesn't bother me. Right. So this place was like 85 a night, which was not bad at all. And it's like considering the accommodations and like the private access and just the overall privacy, it was definitely worth it. But oh my gosh, we just had so many different experiences in that place. And like when I say in that place, I'm talking about like the time frame that we were in. Yeah. But we experienced some private rooms for Airbnb, which, you know. It's fine. If that's your vibe, then go for it. But we definitely like our privacy and like to kind of. Oh, that's my neighbor, Rick. Is her door open? Mm-mm. Hmm. Hopefully he doesn't do that again. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so, I don't know. I feel like if you're a solo traveler, then a private room is fine because you're just kind of like, eh, whatever. Yeah. But we were, like, trying to have a good time, and, like, we definitely enjoy a nice environment to be in. And not that it wasn't nice, but just some of the areas I was like, oh, wow, you definitely, like, have lived in this room, and you just decided to, like, put it up there for a stay. So Yeah. It was like our of, last day in Salem. Oh, my gosh. That there was, were birds there. The lady had pet birds, and they would walk all night. Yeah, it was interesting. She was nice, but I was like, you definitely love birds. Yeah. You walk in the house, and it, like, smelled like birds. Bird paintings. There was, like, bird sculptures, bird paintings. She had, like, seven or eight different exotic birds. Yeah. Remember, they were gone at one point, and we kind of, like, we didn't, like, snoop through her house, but we, like, definitely looked at her birds, and we were like, wow, that's a lot. Yeah. But recently we binge-watched Stranger Things Season 3. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But since then, I would say that our traveling has gotten better. We... Our Mexico trip. That was the biggest step up from that Portland trip. That was, to be fair. My dad, like, treated us to the Yeah, very true. (laughs) Like, we went to Mexico, and, I mean, we totally could have afforded the room, but my dad was like, no, I got it, so... I also didn't have a job then. Oh, yeah. One time. <laughs> now it's like... And now you're rolling. Yeah. Well, not rolling, but making a considerably amount. At least it's consistent, now. I would say. Yeah, for sure. I think that's one of the nice things about having a job and traveling. It's like you come back home. Obviously, it's kind of difficult to get back into the swing of things, but it's mm-hmm. nice knowing that you have more money coming in. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I'd agree. I don't think that I could ever... like. I don't know. Do you ever see those people who just like travel all over the place and they don't like when they're single and and young and they just travel by themselves and like find a side job here and there to get them to yeah. their next place? I totally get how some people can do that, but I am not one of those people. <laughs> I love to make sure that I'm like secure. You know, like find a place to live or pay for a hotel. Yeah. And then you have to fill out applications and they could be in a different language. Yeah. That on top of interviewing also probably in a different language mm-hmm. um setting up direct deposit or paychecks or yeah all that sort of stuff kind of blows my mind or even then people who just will stay in one place for a couple weeks and like find a random like week-long job or something right i don't know my dad did that but then again it was like in the 90s, in the 90s. so yeah he went all over the place he went to like new zealand and worked on a sheep farm for a little while but I don't know. I just can't imagine doing that nowadays. Yeah, me either. It's 
it's nice having the same job mm-hmm. in terms of a career. Mm-hmm. Just because you're not having to retrain, relearn new skills, or learn a new system, mm-hmm. new rules, or have a dress code. Yeah. My work's pretty relaxed, but we do have a lot of the same but somewhat difficult tasks mm-hmm. in terms of you know electrical yeah it's like all jobs are the same like if you're doing a remodel they're all the same demoing and running wire and running new home runs but they all come with different troubleshooting problems Mm -hmm. yeah i definitely think that when it comes to jobs and stuff i would much rather have a job that isn't maybe like my life passion you know but Mm -hmm. is something that i can use to fuel my life passions or that will allow me to pursue those things yeah so I definitely know a few people who are just like, if it's not in with my heart, then I'm not going to do it. It's like props to you, but at the same time, like, got to yeah. go out there and get some money at some point. But then it's like, then your passion becomes a job. And yeah. It's like, does it really become, can it really stay a passion at that point? Yeah. I know it's kind of, it can be for some people, but others, Yeah. you know, probably know what I'm talking about, where it's not like, I wanted to turn my photography into a career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I kind of started over excessively taking pictures everywhere we went mm-hmm. and I just kind of got burned out from it. Mm-hmm. But your sister still has a passion for photography and is able to make money off of it. Yeah. So hats off to her. But then again, it's not her sole source of income. Very I think true. That, I think that that's a really big thing that I've kind of recognized in people who have that sort of job right. is that they have like so many different avenues that they've taken to make an income. But like I can tell you that my sister... She does coaching calls for social media. She runs, mm-hmm. um, like, a, she's doing something right now for one of our family members. And she does, like, she sells presets. She does this. She does that. She does all these different things. I do think that's incredibly smart to have multiple revenues of income. Yeah. It's like, and she just got back onto YouTube and does Instagram and stuff. And right. Like, all those different things add together to make a sustainable income. But... You know, it definitely takes... It's one of those things where you kind of have to, like, get into your niche early on as a young person. Like, she started Instagramming when she was, like, 15. And so... Fucking crazy. I know. I just... I don't think that I could ever do that. And plus, you kind of have to be in the mindset of wanting... Attention. Maybe not wanting attention. Follows. But, like... In but not being worried about attention. hmm You know? Because, personally, I'm kind of person where like if I went out on a street corner and someone walked up to me to ask for my autograph or take a picture with me I'd be like uh no it'd be cool for like the first two times then after a while you'd be like okay this has to stop really I would I would hate to be I hate being recognized by people who I used to serve at Starbucks oh man that's awkward oh my gosh sometimes I'll run into them at the grocery store and they'll be like I think I know you I'm like no you don't no you don't but I don't know. I just don't really like being recognized by people unless I personally know them because it just makes me feel uncomfortable and I don't really want to talk to people, especially when I'm on a mission, you know? Well, it's on a smaller scale for me. I guess my name gets thrown around a lot and people talk about me mm-hmm. in a good way. Mm-hmm. But this new girl I had just met and she had recognized me because Tyson, former mm-hmm. employee, um, had told her about me. He was like, yeah, this guy, I know he was really cool. Uh, he has a fiance and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But she was like, do you have a fiance? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> but it was just weird being 
recognize it and like for that sort of thing. Yeah. If that makes sense. But yeah, I definitely agree. I think that there's a difference for me by like being recognized by people in the field of work that you're doing. Cause like that's happened to me before I work in the horse business, like I've said before. And like one time a vet that I hadn't met before was like, Oh, I think I've heard of you. This one lady, do you know her? And I was like, yeah, she's like, Oh, she told me about you. But like those sorts of things, I'm just kind of like, okay, sure. Like that's fine. Yeah. But I don't know if I was just minding my own business somewhere when I'm not working, I'm just like in my own space. Someone's like, hi, I know who you are. I'd be like, that's happened to me before though. Yeah. Like since Dakota has such a following, people like, it's happened to me like once or twice. Like one time I was in Tacoma in this coffee shop, this girl walked up to me and she was like, do I know you? And I was like, no. She was like, I think I do. She was like, oh my gosh, are you Dakota's sister? And I was like, yeah, how do you know her? And she's like, I follow her. It's like neat. Cool. <laughs> but. What's it like being siblings with a celebrity? Mm, it's weird. I wouldn't say she's a celebrity. <laughs> I know, it's a joke. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, it's definitely weird. People have followed you and me after seeing that she follows us, though. Or like a post she's tagged the both of us in. Yeah. I've gotten probably 20 or 30 followers just by being related to her. That's got to be nice. And I'm, I mean, I don't really care because they'll be like, they'll follow me and I'm just like, you actually think I'm going to post something that you'll like? <laughs> but I don't know. I've been thinking about posting. Um, sorry, my knuckles. Oh, it's all right. I've been thinking about posting sort of blog post. Uh-huh. Something inspirational, but at the same time, it's like, who really gives a fuck? Yeah. Like, enough to read it. I was just going to talk about like... How far I've come in life and maybe do like a picture of me from a few years ago to now. <laughs> yeah. And talk about how my life journey so thus far. Yeah. I do like inspire other people yeah. in your position. And talk about how if you had told me two to three years ago, I would be an electrician and out of college, but also super happy moved in with my fiance with mm -hmm. plans for our wedding and plans for a place to move in. I don't think I would have believed you. Yeah. Because the amount of blessings and obstacles that we've overcome together and individually has been so incredibly helpful mm -hmm. in terms of helping us plan out the rest of our life together. I completely agree. And you just never know what life has in store for you, no matter how many hurdles or how many obstacles it throws your way mm -hmm. as long as you keep getting back up and picking yourself back up and you know saying fuck it mm -hmm. and trekking on it'll reward you eventually oh definitely it's just putting up with all the hard times and bullshit mm -hmm. then you know you never know what's going to be on the other side yeah i agree i was talking about this with uh my dad last night actually we were talking about not necessarily like you specifically we were talking about that idea of manifestation mm -hmm. because I don't know if I've talked about it before, but I... Oh, my foot's asleep. Oh, no. <laughs> Wake up! Feels like the static screen of a TV. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we were talking about how, I, you know, I don't know if any of our listeners are religious. Most of them are probably our friends, so I can assume that some of you are, but... Um, you know, I was raised, like I said, in a very religious uh, Christian household. 
And our ideas of the Christian narrative have drastically shifted over the course of my life. And um, but I think I brought it up before the book, The Sermon on the Mount. Have I brought that up before? Yeah. Yeah. So I actually just finished re- uh, re- hearing that book because I listened to it on audio. And um, I think it's so interesting the way that it tells you to frame the Bible because a lot of people read the Bible and take it very literally. And the way that this guy words it is that you need to read the Bible in a kind of like a theoretical, philosophical way where, um, you know, the authors of the different books in the Bible use a lot of metaphors to explain how you can apply manifestation to your life. Right. And like even, I mean, there's a parable of, you know, the the farmer who goes out and prepares his field for rain will be the one who gets a, a hearty harvest uh, compared to the, per, to the farmer who waits until he sees that rain is coming. And so it's all talking about like, if you believe that the rain will come, then it's going to come. So you have to prepare for it way in advance so that you'll be ready for when it comes. Right. And very similarly, my dad and I were talking about how, when you manifest something, you don't necessarily know that it's going to come. It's all just faith-based and you just believe that it's going to happen. And so similar to what you were just saying, I think that both of us have definitely learned a lot about, I mean, you and I can both agree that I really struggle with kind of spiraling into what I think is going to happen. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh, kill me. (laughs) He has been there for a lot of emotional spirals but you know what that's what marriage is about that's what we're learning but um yeah i just think that learning more about manifestation has been really um helpful in my set of thinking so that i can you know just not really have to worry about it it's kind of like giving your worries to god in a sense Or you just kind of go like, oh, I know it's not going to happen because I'm preparing for this. So I'm going to give this burden to you and now I don't have to worry about it, you know. And similarly, I think that, you know, since you and I were both definitely raised in different households, we both had different obstacles to overcome. Right. And I think that, you know, without even putting a word to it, I really have seen like in our relationship compared to the rest of your life. I mean, just in our relationship, I've seen you apply those ideas of manifestation and being able to like know that there's better things ahead of you. you That's why I didn't drop out of school. (laughs) (laughs) Because I knew if I didn't complete high school, then there wouldn't be a whole lot waiting for me. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I would agree. I think that it's very interesting to think about those ideas and how your set of thinking can really influence the way that you uh, move forward in life and definitely some people that I've spoken to have just hearing the way that they talk about things and whether it's like pessimistic or just kind of neutral if you don't look at things in a positive light then how can you expect positivity to come to you you know I guess in a way I subconsciously manifested that I would get rid of my eczema yeah I mean I obviously did the things that helped me in terms of changing my diet and mm-hmm. you know I, I really believed that I was going to and it did uh-huh. and so it, it benefited me 
astronomically. Yeah, absolutely. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I've been like reading about manifestation and how you can get better at it. Mm-hmm. And there's like this whole like positive thinking mindset that if you like what you believe is what will come to you. And so like if you think about positive things and positivity will come to you and like blessings will come to you. And I started getting worried because I was like, oh man, what if I like get sad over something or I have a negative thought or something terrible happens to me and I'm not in a positive headspace. And I listened to this one podcast. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but they had an episode basically talking about how just because, um, just because positive thinking brings positivity into your life doesn't mean that you're not allowed to have negative or, you know, sad thoughts and that, um, recognizing those things and then allowing them to pass instead of holding on to them will be what, you know, defines you from the rest of the population who experiences those things, recognizes them, and then holds on to them for years and years and years and years. And so I've been trying to apply that into my life and it's definitely difficult because I'm definitely a naturally anxious person, (laughs) but I'm really working on overcoming that. And I think that, you know, being able to even, even with like, when I know that I'm going to cry about something, it's just like not being afraid of that because I have a fear of like crying in front of people for some reason, (laughs) but, um, not being afraid of it, but just being like, well, it's going to happen and I'm just going to allow it to happen and then I'll move forward, you know? Yeah. Well, even in darker days of our relationship in terms of when we, you know, would have a disagreement or an argument, Mm -hmm. when I say argument, it doesn't necessarily mean yelling. Yeah. But I would tell myself that we'll work through this and that we'll get past it and it will make us stronger. Yeah, definitely. I was reading a different thing. I, I like to read a lot of different articles and listen to a lot of podcasts about just like life experiences and advice and stuff. Not that I need a ton of advice, but it's just cool to like hear other people's ideas. doesn't hurt to get a new perspective either. Yeah, exactly. I always want to be open-minded and see everything from other people's point of view. But, um, I really think that it's interesting listening to relationship podcasts because you get to see a totally different light of what people believe about relationships and how they should go about, you know? Right. And they were talking about uh, this one episode that I was listening to. They were talking about how relationships are um, stronger if you do have arguments where you yell. And I thought that was so weird because they were like talking about how it helps release anger, but I, and I don't believe that, but then it got me thinking about like the different ways that people quote unquote argue Mm -hmm. and the way that they approach conflict and how it's interesting and how through our relationship, I've learned to embrace conflict instead of being afraid of it or being afraid of like speaking what I, what I believe. Um, it's like if you, if we have a, a disagreement, going into confrontation doesn't necessarily mean we're going to you know end our relationship unless you're going into the confrontation with that intention yeah typically 
you know, when we have a confrontation, it's to resolve the issue. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we may have disagreements at, over certain points, but at the end of the day, we both come to a consensus and mm -hmm. essentially compromise unless someone was clearly right and the other was wrong. Yeah, exactly. And I think that we've both learned that, um, especially in the last year or so, this year we've gone through a lot of different things that have brought us closer together in the long run, but, you know, we're really difficult because... Um, I think that at a point in all long-term relationships, and I mean, we've been together for two years, which long-term isn't very long, but considering our ages and our... Not really in our life we met yeah. and started being together in a relationship. It's like if you are 35 and you're in a two-year relationship, that doesn't really change a whole lot because you're in your adult life and you kind Already of established. like built who you are and you're more established. But we met when we were seven, we were both like brand new 17 year olds. And I think that that's what's so interesting about young relationships is that, you know, two years for a couple of people our age is a pretty long time because, you know, I've only had the relationship experience of our relationship and you've only had the relationship experience from ours and one other. But, right. You know, it's, it's interesting. And, um, but anyhow, what I was saying was that, just because like something that both of us have learned, I think, is to just be really blatantly honest, even though it's going to be hurtful. And because I think one of the big things that I've learned is that concealing the truth can actually be more hurtful than just telling the truth in the moment. Um, because, you know, I have a really hard time being able to uh, I have a hard time being able to say exactly how something affected me or something like came across to me because I'm worried that it's going to hurt other people's feelings. And so I'll, I won't lie about it, but I'll just kind of like diminish how it made me feel. And then over time, you know, it obviously arises and then I react in a way more dramatic way than I would have if I had just brought it up originally. So I think that both of us have been able to, especially in our like small conflicts that we've had, you know, maybe in the last couple months, I feel like we've been able to just be like, I didn't like the way you did this. And the other person will be like, I didn't like the way you did that. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll try to change. And then we both, you know, try to do better and walk out as better people, I think. Right. But you should get your own podcast because you got so much to offer. <laughs> Am I dominating the conversation too much? No, I'm saying that in a serious way. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> No, I didn't. I, w I wasn't sounding. I wasn't trying to sound offended. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's interesting going about relationships as young people. And I think obviously you and I both know we can not that we're at an all time low, but we can only go up from here and we're going to have mm -hmm. some missteps and downfalls. But as long as we're committed to each other, then we will get we can get through anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I yeah. think that we're definitely building foundations for our, our marriage and our future family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like all of the years leading up to having a family is like building that foundation. I think it's so interesting. Right. And yeah, but it's going to be crazy to look back on I know how old we are now. It's like, I don't know. I feel like we've matured so much, but I also feel like we're still so young. 
Well, even looking back to our high school days, mm-hmm. we both feel like we were completely different people. Oh, yeah. In terms of how we went about life and how we approached relationships. Mm-hmm. Even even the way I was eating was completely different from how I went, I'm eating now. Yeah. And, you know, our physical appearance of... I would say dramatically changed in terms if you were to look at a a side-by-side picture, Mm -hmm. but over time it just gradually happened. Yeah. That's also interesting to think about is how, you know, if you're in a relationship with someone and you see them every single day, they don't seem to change that much unless they do a dramatic change. Like, no, just cut his hair. And And got a tattoo. Yeah. And he got a giant tattoo on his forearm, which looks pretty bomb. But, you know, it's like those dramatic changes definitely you're like oh wow you do look different but i mean over time like we'll look back on pictures and i'll be like oh i still have like baby chubby cheeks (laughs) or i'll look back at Noah and i'm like you had no facial hair (laughs) no no i'm getting all this on my neck and on my cheeks i know and i still got the chin hair and the mustache he's got that stash just yeah keeps on going away going away Oh, like going away at growing. Oh. Like, <laughs> probably could have phrased that better. Grown out more. Yeah. But I've been thinking about just doing the mustache. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could pull it off, though. I think you could. Yeah. I think that there's definitely, like, here's my opinion. I think that young men can pull off a mustache pretty well if they have a good fashion sense about them. Right. I don't think that many old men can pull it off unless they've got the whole, like, rugged mountain man sort of vibe. Mm-hmm. But it's the folks that, like, don't really have a good fashion sense or, like, the old, like, like old men, probably, like, 50 and older, where you're just kind of like, uh, you probably look like you might offer some kids some candy if yeah. you get my drift. <laughs> you know, it's just, I don't know. I've been, going back to manifestation, I've been somewhat manifesting, setting myself up for success and Mm -hmm. dressing and changing my appearance to fit the lifestyle that I want and the lifestyle that we want. Mm -hmm. So, like Aspen said, I chopped off all my hair. I wanted to look more adult. Not that you can't look manly and mature with long hair, but... You definitely did age a couple years. I was like, wow, you look way older. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like... I wanted to dress for the life I wanted and the life, you know, we wanted for ourselves. So I cut my hair. I want to look more mature. I want to look more like a gentleman in a way while still keeping my manliness, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. Keeping and, your man card. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and I've talked about it before, but I love tattoos. So obviously that just kind of came with it. Noah loves tattoos so oh, much. Man. I, I would get, I went through a phase when I was, I just turned 18. I was getting them once or twice a month. When you think about it, it's a lot, kind of a lot of fucking money to be pouring into tattoos. Yeah, that's in a what short I thought. amount of time. <laughs> but they're so worth it. Like after I just got this one at Liberty Tattoo in Seattle, shout out to those guys. Do some, they have some really fucking talented guys down there. Yeah. If you're in the Seattle area, or if you're interested in getting American traditional work done, go there. Like of all places, that's that's my new tattoo home now. <laughs> but what was I talking about? I didn't. I derailed my train of thought. Talking about your new tattoo? Yeah. Along How with, much you love them? Yeah. How much you paid for all of them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but after getting this new tattoo, I have, like, almost a whole sleeve now, aside from, like, a handful of gaps. I'll probably post a picture of 
this for the episode. Yeah. Because it's about manifestation mm-hmm. and whatnot, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. But I have like only a handful of gaps now that I need to fill in. Mm-hmm. This is just dryness from wrapping up, wrapping it up. But I have Ouch. here my elbow, side of my arm. Yeah. Inside of my bicep and my wrist. That's exciting. This is all I have left to fill in pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I think but, it's... Oh, go ahead. Uh, going back to manifesting the lifestyle and what I want for us and myself. Mm-hmm. Another big component I wanted to change in my life was my wardrobe. I've been talking about it forever. I I still have the same clothes I had from like the beginning of fucking high school. So I was like, this has to change. Mm-hmm. I'm out of high school. I'm well into my adulthood. And I'd like to start dressing more mature. So... Next week, I'm going to be purging on a good chunk of my clothes. I'm getting rid of a lot of chonies that I've had forever. And I was like... Nobody knows what chonies are. It's underwear. Underwear. <laughs> but in shirts, I don't really want to wear band shirts anywhere. I want to wear more... How should I phrase this? Man shirts. Man shirts. Yeah. <laughs> but... And changing up my the color palette of my wardrobe, like I just ordered a pair of these tobacco colored boots that are really gorgeous. Can't wait till they arrive. Mm-hmm. And along with, I bought a lighter pair of blue jeans. I typically wear darker jeans, black or dark blue. But Aspen talked me into getting these lighter wash blue jeans, along with this off white Patagonia shirt, which I think they look super great as an outfit together. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to see what else. I can buy for myself next week because that's when I'm just going full send on everything in terms of revamping my wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same headspace. I've been I've been in the headspace for probably a year, but I just haven't really done anything because I just I'll get caught up in my day to day grind and then I'll forget my long term goals. Mm-hmm. And so I've been making an effort to. I'm kind of the slow and steady kind of person, so I'll probably replace a few different things like every month. That way I'm not feeling like I'm, you know, totally going drastic. But I think that one of my goals is to like be more on top of my long-term goals and being okay with, uh, what is it? Being okay with like staying consistent, I guess, because Sometimes I'll be like really gung ho on something and then over time my drive to do it will just kind of die away and I think that that's something I'm trying to improve because especially with going into uh, adulthood, I mean, I feel like this year I've really, sorry, I'm just going to readjust. I think this year I finally actually felt like an adult in some small form because When I turned 18, I was like, oh, wow, I'm an adult, but... Legally. Not really. I mean, I still feel like I have a lot of things that I need to accomplish to become an adult, but it's been really exciting to kind of get a glimpse into my life as an adult because, you know, we've been doing more and more things that allow us to move forward in that regard. And, um, but even like the school classes that I'm taking... I just started my accounting trifecta. (laughs) It's 
like a tiered class. I just started it. I'm pretty excited and it's been pretty fun so far. It's like the first week, but taking out like political science and both my professors are nice. So, but you know, those just, just those sorts of things have kind of given me a different insight as to where I'm going. Yeah. And yeah. Going back to, you know, becoming an adult, I feel like our drive down to Portland really allowed us to talk as adults and mm-hmm. have more adult conversations because we're around kids and your family and can't exactly talk about some things in front of them. Yeah. Even when we're in a room, it's like the walls are not thin, but you can hear you if can... someone's talking loud enough. Yeah. I think that's something that has kind of limited me in the sense that I get worried or anxious to talk about certain things because I don't really want other people to know about them yeah we or it's like private conversations or it's just like especially if they're just pertaining to our life as a couple or you know our goals and stuff i just don't really feel the need for everyone to know those things so um it'll be definitely nice when we can move into the trailer because my dad just got the cabinet fronts he just installed them he just painted the wraparound couch it looks very nice i'm very excited it's gonna be so fun but, um, could be moving in there by Thanksgiving, your mom says. Really? Yeah, were you not there for that conversation? No, I was not. Um, I've already been doing a lot of planning for decorations. I'm just like so excited. I've never really decorated my own like home space. Yeah, me either. So <laughs> we'll do it together. It'll be all fun. <laughs> we could just try our best. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we did a really cool thing on our drive uh, to and from. I really liked it. We did do, like, there's this set of questions. I'm sure some of you have heard of it. The 36 questions to lead to love. I think that's what they're called. Um, But basically, there are these 36 questions that are geared towards um, making really deep conversation starters so that you can have a better connection with somebody. And um, they were originally formulated to potentially bring two strangers into a relationship where they would love each other, but um, you can definitely do them as a couple, no matter how long you've been together, because, you know... Or friends. Or friends, yeah, definitely. If you're just looking to deepen a relationship with somebody, um, they're very cool. I really enjoyed them. And on our way home, we just kind of read all these different, like, funny would-you-rathers, but also read these, like, conversation starters and things like that. But um, I don't know. I really like conversation starter prompts because some topics I feel really awkward or insecure talking about because I've just never talked about them. And I think that um, having a question read to you so that you have to answer instead of being like, hey, I want to tell you about myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that those are really useful so that they can kind of bring each other out of your shells in different ways. Allows you to deepen your understanding of your partner or whoever you're doing the questions with it definitely allowed me to pick apart Aston's brain a little bit more and have a better understanding of why she is the way she is and why and how she goes about the way life she that she does mm-hmm. and it just really deepened my understanding and deepened our relationship together as a couple and as a friendship obviously yeah i highly recommend it i also really liked the fact that like in the 36 questions it has different things where it'll say like name five things that you and your partner seem to have in common or name three things that you like about your partner it's just things ranging from surface level to extremely deep yeah like philosophically deep but i really like those specific ones about you know saying things that you like about each other or admiring the other person because 
I feel like they really do make you think about like, oh, what is it specifically that I like about this person? Yeah. And, you know, both of us were able to like list off things that we've never really told each other that we like about each other. And personally, like compliments are definitely something that help me feel loved. (laughs) And so not that Noah doesn't give me compliments. He always gives me compliments, but you know, just like those sorts of things, making you think on a different way of how you can compliment someone. Mm -hmm. And they also made me realize that I don't really compliment Noah in those ways either. And so it's just like, I I can see why they would include those because it makes you like look at the person in a very, um, through different lens. Yeah, kind of like under a magnifying glass, just like really looking at them and going like, hmm, what is it that I like about you? Right. So, oh, I need some water. Yeah. That was quite a nice throat clearing you did. <laughs> well, not only that, my fucking voice cracked. Oh, that's fun. Did I hear it? No. No. Did it go? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. Should we talk about what else we did in Portland? Like places we went to go eat and oh, yes. give some recs? Some good, good recommendations. We won't include these as like the end of the episode recs. Right. But if you're um, going to Portland. Yeah. Great places to eat. Lots of great coffee. Oh, my goodness. We went to... Where'd we go? Sizzle Pie was our first night. Yes. We got a big old fucking pizza and... We got garlic knots. Yeah. We got... You got, I got Caesar. Caesar. Okay. The sizzle pie, kale's, or it's not kale. It's just like Caesar salad. Right. Or vegan Caesar salad. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Yeah. Your croutons are like small and they don't hurt your mouth. You know how when they're really big, they like scrape up your mouth? Yeah. Theirs are like the size of like... Actual bite size. Yeah. They're so cute and tiny and like... Oh, their Caesar dressing is so good. Yeah. You got a haircut there at Rudy's. Mm-hmm. Shout out to... Taylor at Rudy's on Mississippi. She did a great job with my hair. Yes. Tame the mane. Oh my gosh. He stepped out and I hardly recognized him. I was like, who is that man? <laughs> I was like, oh, it's mine. It's my man. But yeah, that was pretty fun. Yeah. I told her I want a gentleman's cut and she tapered the sides and back and gave me a good cut on top. Yeah. She took a lot of length off. Like I'm not saying that in a bad way, but she did take a lot of my hair out. Yeah. You probably lost, like, I would say two-thirds of your hair. Yeah. It was just so long. <laughs> I think we have a before and after picture, don't we? Oh, yeah. We'll include that. Yeah. Maybe we'll do, like, a little carousel of pictures. That'd be cool. But, um, yeah, I would, that was crazy. But another, okay, probably the best coffee place that we went to is called Never Coffee. <sighs> oh, my gosh. They have these signature lattes. There was, like, five of them. But Everything's I made in-house, too. Yeah. All, all of their... All the stirrups, I should say. Yeah. They were so good. I got this one. It was probably my favorite. It was like the midnight oil. If you like black licorice, I know a lot of people don't like it, but oh my gosh, if you like black licorice, it's so good. It's like star anise and black licorice and uh, molasses or something else. Just like those were like the flavor notes. They were so, so yummy. They have like this licorice dust that they put on top of it. My favorite was organ. That one was very good. What was in it? It was like it was, salted caramel. Or yeah, it was caramel. Or no, no, no. Yeah, caramel, sea salt. Dul- dulce de leche. Yeah. And then hops. So it kind of tasted like beer at the beginning. But it went so well with the espresso. Oh, it was so, so good. Highly recommend. 11 out of 10. Yeah. So good. And then the main event, the whole reason we practically chose Portland for our fucking 
anniversary trip was mm-hmm. Virtuous Pie. They specialize in vegan pizza, so everything is it's geared toward vegans, but at the same time, I know people who are... You wouldn't even di- be able to tell yeah, the difference. It's very good. Everything's made in-house. They have house-made pepper, vegan pepperoni, so house-made good. garlic knots, house-made ranch. It is the real fucking deal. It's so good. We had baked mac and cheese with breadcrumbs and temp oh, bacon was, that was probably aside from the pizza obviously that was probably my favorite thing that i got there yeah i would agree that was so so yummy yeah there's this other place that we were trying to go to it's called dirty lettuce and they got rave reviews people because it's like southern comfort food but vegan but vegan and people were like oh my gosh this is the best thing like i was worried she gave me real chicken because it tastes so much like chicken yeah but it's really competitive ordering. Like you have to be on it, and so I kept I kept missing it. But next time we also weren't hungry one night because we could have went That's there. True. But then we were like, "Fuck, I'm so full!" Because we just finished the other yeah. half of our sizzle pie pizza. That's true. We got like three different rounds of pizza when we were down there. First day, second day, last day. Yeah, that was very worth it. Though. Yeah, and we got dough donuts. Yes. Um, we got ice cream there. I got. This tahini... Chocolate? No, it wasn't chocolate. Tahini something and salted caramel. Yeah. It was very good. And then yeah. you got I coffee. Got coffee and donuts and apple pie. Yeah, that was also very good. Oh, I or got no. the apple pie too. Oh, no, you got apple pie. I got the buttered pecan one. Right. So good. Very good. They gave very, you some very big, big fucking scoops. Like, size of a softball. Yeah, they were, for both scoops. Yeah, they were so big. And we both, like, ordered two scoops because normally you think that they're going to be, like, small, you know? We They, like, brought it out because they were scooping it in the back. And we were just like, whoa. I killed mine, though. It was so good. I couldn't finish mine. I was so full. Oh. What else? And we got donuts there. I got a Thai donut. That was my favorite donut there. Yes, that was really good. I did get their apple fritter, though. If anyone knows me, they know that I love apple fritters. Yes. And it was... Very, very, very good. But my favorite one from there is their Portland Fog. It's like their take on a London Fog. And they have like this vegan whipped cream that's in the middle. Oh my gosh. You'll literally shed a tear. It's so good. (laughs) But they didn't have it available and we were crying about it. It's a popular flavor. Yeah. And then we went to a ramen place too. What was that called? Oh, it was called Hapa, Hapa Ramen. That was very good. So good. They have a vegan option. It was very yummy. Yeah. And when I walked into the restaurant to pick our food up, it smelled amazing. Man. So good. But um, we also got breakfast one time. We got it from Jamon Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. And I would say it was pretty good. My pancakes were a little cold when, like, we opened the box. Sad face. Sad, but they were very good. They were, like, chai-spiced blueberry. With pecans on top. Yeah. Yours was very good. Mine was, like, reminded me of... I'm saying this in a good way, but it reminded me of diner food. Yeah. So, yeah. It was good, but it wasn't like breathtaking. Yeah, I would agree. I kind of felt the same way. Like, it was really good, definitely. But, and we've been to, I kind of, I'm kind of sad that we didn't go to, um, what's it called? Pine State Biscuit. Yeah. But, there was a lot of places we wanted to go to, but we just couldn't because we were so full and we've already had so much good food yeah. in one day, and we would have felt like, so slugs fat. yeah yeah there were definitely some nights where i was like i definitely look like i'm in my second trimester of pregnancy no <laughs> oh but 
It was a blast. There's so many good vegan places in Portland. I would say that there's probably more options there than in Seattle just because they're a little more like granola vibes, you know? Mm -hmm. But um, I feel like Seattle is definitely getting there. They have a lot of different options, I feel. Or a lot of places have are opening up to vegan options. Yeah, maybe not necessarily like made for vegans, but they definitely have the availability to make things vegan. Right. Yeah. But we went to barista too one day. We did. We got. That was the day we went to the farm. Oh yeah. Bless Excuse you. me. Um, we went to this cute little like farm tour. They just kind of tell you about like how you can ethically farm and talked about raising animals and we're very transparent about like the cost of farming, which was really cool. We talked about beekeeping. It's called the Croft Family Farm, and they have a site on. Or they have, like, a page on Airbnb. I think it's called... If you just look up Alpaca Farm Portland, it'll pop up. But 10 out of 10 recommend. The guy, Greg, was super nice. And we were the only two people there, which is kind of funny. But Got to get to know him even more. Yeah. We were able to ask him a bunch of questions and kind of... Held an alpaca head. Oh, yeah. It was still alive. We didn't chop the head off. It was like, you just... They stand in front of you, and then you hold their head, and they don't move. Yeah, because it's so funny. It's like, if their head can't go anywhere, they won't go anywhere. Yeah. But they're very soft. They're super cute. Due to some froze. Yes. I will probably... Oh, that was one of the pictures I posted for uh, the past... The last picture that we posted on Instagram was of one of the alpacas that was at the farm that we went to. Um, So, if you want to see what they look like, go check it out. It was... Very cute. We also got to pet some sheep. Yes. One of them was biting my butt. Yeah. It's probably because you just... Trying to get a piece of this cake. (laughs) (laughs) No, it just has a really juicy ass, so... (laughs) No, the dude was biting my phone case, which was made of leather, and he was also biting, like, the clip to my pocket knife. Yeah. Of all things. He was very nibbly. Yeah. Because he thought I had food. (laughs) And I got to feed them, and they almost plowed me over. It was a little scary, they're very, like, headstrong creatures. Yeah. Which is probably why they're the symbol for Aries. Because yeah. they just, like, charge at it. But I'm saying this in a positive way, but if you go there, wear shoes you could not give a shit about, pun intended, because <laughs> I'm going to step on animal shit a lot. Yeah. I wore my Doc Martens. They cleaned off in the rain, but still. Yeah, I wore my white sneakers, which probably was not a good choice, but he said to wear just, like, sturdy shoes. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, they're sturdy. So, just to clarify, again, no disrespect or, like, negativity towards the farm, because it's a farm, and I should have known better, but wear, like, rain boots or something like that. Something you don't care about. Yeah, but it was super fun. We really enjoyed that. Got to do honey tasting, too. We did. We tried, like, five or six different types of honey, which oh, was man, fun. all so good. We learned a lot about honeybees, which was super cool. Yeah. I think that, like, in the future, I would love to try to do that. That'd be very fun. Yeah, but... We got some honey. We got, I got a succulent because I just love little succulent plants. And we bought some honey. Yes. And honestly, one day, so we went down when the fires were still going on, which was kind of sad, but. That was the first day though, because after the second day, everything started to clear up because of the rain. Yeah. Well, no, the second day, remember, it was still like pretty smoky out oh, right, until right. like the evening. So the third day, it was really clear and there was like absolutely no smoke, but. Yeah. First and second day we were there, we pretty much just, like, stayed in our Airbnb and ate a bunch of food and watched a bunch of shows because it was just 
not very good weather. I mean, we both got headaches when we were out there. Yeah. Because the smoke was so bad. But thankfully, the first night we had like a thunder and lightning and rainstorm. And it kind of brushed it out of the way. Mm -hmm. And then like it was raining periodically through the rest of the second day. And that's kind of what kicked the rest of the rain out. So it was very nice. We were thinking about going to the coast, but... That's what it was dumping, and plus the air quality was shite. And so you're just kind of like, maybe next time. (laughs) Yeah. But no regrets. We had a grand old time. We walked through Whole Foods probably like six times, (laughs) which is a lot. Okay. A little like rabbit trail, grocery stores. There's something different when you're walking through Safeway compared to walking through Whole Foods. It's just a paradise for vegans. Or for people who love... High quality. High quality food. Yeah, that's true. And no disrespect if you love to shop at Safeway. Yeah. To each their own. But. But there's just a lot more like health in mind options at Whole Foods. And, yeah. Oh my gosh. The different flavors of kombucha that they had. Oh man, it's a rogues gallery. So many. They have just like so many different vegan treats and everything. I just like remember when my mom used to shop there. I would go, like, it was the only grocery store that I wanted to go in with her. Because I just, like, you walk in and it's just kind of like the angel voices and it's, like, sparkly everywhere. And mm-hmm. you're so excited to go in. I'd love to move to a place where we have one of those nearby. The, that or PCC. Mm-hmm. PCC is so nice, too. Yeah. Oh, man, it's just reminding me of when I used to work near a Whole Foods and I would go get a $6 salad every day. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be so nice. Oh my gosh, it was fantastic. I guess theoretically I could get go to Whole Foods because there's probably some out in Bellevue. Which oh is yeah. Which I've been working the, the past week. Absolutely. That's like posh city. Yeah. But, yeah. So. Even the Fred Meyers out in Bellevue are like, you would think it's a Whole High Foods quality. because, yeah, <laughs> everything's all organic. Like, they do have name brand things, but they also have like an entire organic section. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. That's like massive. I love that. But, oh, the things we get excited about nowadays. Gotta love it. (laughs) Should we wrap this podcast up? Yeah, I suppose so. How long have we been at? We've been at an hour consistently. Like, considering we used to start rolling, talk, and then, or talk, then start rolling. Yeah. It's like we've just been talking from the get-go. Well, that kind of flew by. Yeah. You think I should make a post about manifestation and my life journey at all on instagram on your personal instagram yeah oh yeah you totally could might inspire somebody never know yeah yeah you kind of made me start thinking about starting my own podcast too yeah yeah who knows might be fun yeah yes well you got a wreck for us i do i have a recommendation for this one podcast that i really like um It's called Acting My Age with Rohini Elise. She is a uh, Seattle-based, like, influencer, I guess. And my sister recommended the podcast to me um, when she only had, like, three episodes. And I've been listening ever since. She's still pretty new to having her own podcast, but it's very nice. She talks about all sorts of things. And there's actually a lot of episodes on manifestation and positive affirmations and just stuff like that she thinks very similar or like not that she thinks very similarly to me but she has a lot of similar things that i like to think about that she talks about so i like listening to her um 
she has a web or not a website she probably does but that's not what i meant to say Mm -hmm. she has an episode come out every wednesday and um yeah highly recommend she's very nice very sweet so 10 out of 10 that's my recommendation very nice yes we will catch you guys in the next episode yes we will see you guys later thank you for listening be sure to follow us on Instagram at The Not Applicable Show. Follow us on our personal Instagrams if you feel like it. We're both not very active, but at Noah Just and at Aspen Just. Um, you can give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts if you feel like it, but if not, totally understand. But at least you could just rate us like five stars because you obviously love us so much. But um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Talk to you next week. Talk to you then. Goodbye.